0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckle. This is episode 118. I am your host, Carter E., joined as always by my producer slash uh, mixer soundboard extraordinaire, Jeff Mulvihill of instaimage.com. We got a, a few things to talk about today. It'll be a little bit of a shorter episode as we transition into the spring sports season here. That begins Thursday, but before we get into all that, I would like to thank Play Against Sports for being today's sponsor Your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs located in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center or online at www.playtagainstsports.com. Jeff, I know I said we're on the verge of transitioning into the spring sports season, but I am going to talk a little basketball before we officially make that jump. I was at the state tournament for Class 3A and 4A up at Lawler. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, as I mentioned last week, helping out with the uh, Las Vegas Review journals coverage there. Got uh, got my name in print in the paper there, so that's pretty cool. Can put that one on the, the accolade list. Um, however, some crazy finishes to some of these games out there. Lowry girls basketball ends up with a three-peat. They won their third straight uh, girls state basketball title. Honestly, they... Almost didn't even get to the finals. They were down pretty much the whole second half in their semifinal game. I'm totally blanking on who they played in that game. Uh, they ended up playing firmly in the finals. However, uh, tie game because uh, the team from Vegas missed some free throws with about eight seconds left, tied at 48 all. Lowry doesn't burn a timeout. Coach trusts their players to go make this happen. Uh, their point guard, senior point guard dribbles up the floor kicks it over to another guard and Autumn Sanchez and she fires up a shot just inside the arc as the buzzer sounds and it goes in so Lowry wins their semifinal game on a buzzer beater and then of course they closed out Fernley with another comeback win Uh, they were down by at least seven uh in the fourth quarter and ended up pulling that one out with giving up i think three points in the the fourth quarter in total of the state title game so pretty impressive stuff there for the lowry buckaroos girls basketball team like i said that's three in a row for them uh savannah stoker is a name i imagine some of you have have heard or read about before i hear she's quite the softball player as well um but finishes her career with 2001 career points her last basket was uh, enough to get her over the 2000 career point mark uh some other games that i thought would be uh, worth noting some of you may have seen these uh videos already on twitter so apologies if i'm just restating old information to you um but is it Matter east matter east of vegas played uh, democracy prep in the class 3a state title game and uh, that game was 53 50 democracy prep in the closing seconds matter east had a look uh number zero forgive me i'm didn't write down his name step back three A shot Jeff hit the left side of the rim, hit the right side of the rim, <laughs> went up in the air, hit the rim again on the way down and fell out. And they lost by three because that shot did not fall. So democracy prep ends up with the boys class three, a title. Uh, congrats to them as well, because not only was that their second state championship in a row last year, they won it in two a So they moved up to three, a, wow. and then won a state title there. Uh, Sierra Vista beat Damani ranch in the state finals in four. A, uh, Sierra Vista that team is uh, sorry for all the four a north teams here um they're they're gonna be a favorite to win the state title again next year that whole roster is almost was entirely juniors this year they had two seniors I think only one of them was a starter took care of Damani pretty handedly uh you know never really ran away with it but led pretty much the whole way um they have a seven foot one center on the inside, Zavian Stanton, who I believe has, like, 31 Division I offers at the moment. <laughs> it's very impressive. Had five blocks in the last, like, nine minutes of that game uh, to help seal that one out there. Another guard, an uh, EJ Dakuma, who I think is, like, five ten, five eleven, but just, I mean... There are some talented guards up here in Northern Nevada, but he he might be the most talented guard I've seen this year. Uh, his ability to get to the the rim at his size, it didn't matter that Damani Ranch had, you know, Jace Anderson at 6'8 on the inside. Obviously, you know, Anderson had to worry about their 7'1 their center, but man, he just never looked rattled, never looked concerned. Some big moments, didn't really ever turn the ball over. Uh, very impressive to watch him play. He led the team in points in both their semifinal and Uh, state final game so uh, for everybody up here in the 4a north boys basketball side yeah keep an eye out on that sierra vista team next year they're gonna be i think scary scary good but i think that's all i got from uh state basketball obviously bishop minogue on the girls side won it uh, pretty handedly over spanish springs gonna be an interesting conversation to see what they do with 4A North girls because uh, Bishop Minogue and Spanish Springs both wore out their opponents from Vegas in the semis neither of those games were close Spanish Springs had hit the running clock in the first half of the oh. state semifinal game I've seen the North teams be on the other end of that in 5A which is why they dropped down to 4A but um, you know I've seen some Minogue people uh, on online afterwards saying they wanted a shot at Centennial in 5A this year because Bishop Gorman beat the Centennial girls in the 5A state title game. That uh, Centennial had won eight straight state titles until uh, this past week where Bishop Gorman took them down. I am not even going to sit here and pretend to guess whether or not Bishop Minot would have had a shot at either of those 5A schools, but uh, there is a new champion in the girls' side. It is not Centennial for the first time in a long time. Will they go to four a and a half in the North? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's uh, as you can hopefully tell from, from Jeff's laugh, that's, that's some sarcasm for you. I, that's not going to happen, but good finish to the basketball season it was really fun to, to watch it wrap up at, at state at Lawler. Uh, some and some really good games too. Obviously, you know, I sat here and finished with some of the blowouts, but some, some really competitive games, which is, I know again, what, what we're, we're going for at at the end of the day over to some of the all region stuff, I'm not going to go through everybody because there are a lot of all-region names. Uh, For anybody looking for all-region wrestling results, those are online. Those are all determined based off how wrestlers did in the regional tournament. If you were fourth through sixth, you were a second-team all-region wrestler. And if you were first through third, I believe, you were a first-team all-region wrestler. So you could pretty much put two and two together based off of uh, results that you heard here uh, last week from or two weeks ago from regionals there. Over on the basketball side of things, we'll start on the boys' side. Caden Thacker was once again a first-team All-Region selection for the boys' side. He was the lone first-team selection out here in our coverage area. Jet Lehman was a second-team choice for Douglas as well. He was joined; they were joined by Kyle Kuntz and Jeremiah Pitts, both from Douglas. There, uh, who were honorable mentions. Muhammad Fall from Carson was also an honorable mention. They are, like I said, not going to run through too many stats on all these. These are these are names and numbers you've heard throughout the season, and don't worry, you can check out all these stats online at nevadapeel.com backslash news backslash sports. Over on the girls' side, Carson interim coach Nate Tolbert was named the coach of the year after taking over uh, for the team as with the interim tag, as I alluded to after the team's first six games. So congrats to him. That's a that's a big honor for a, a program that, you know, really needed to find some some clarity and some some unity. And it does seem like they they were getting that uh, as the season progressed. Junior Lauren Finnerty was a first team all region selection. She led the north in points with 397 points and shot 38 percent from the field. Also averaged eight and a half rebounds per game, as well as three and a half steals per contest. Douglas had A couple of selections on the uh, first-team All-Region squad in Zora Simpson and Aaliyah Weaver. I believe it was Weaver's second time on the first-team All-Region team. Second team, Ashlyn Greenfield, Talia Tretton, and Haley Koontz, all from Douglas, were second-team honorees. And then Mackenzie Maine picked up an honorable mention nod for Douglas as well. I don't think I'm missing anybody else from the all-region side of things. Jeff, you got to look at some of uh, Carson baseball softball uh, a couple days ago this past weekend. I know it was just a scrimmage, nothing nothing official. For those of you wondering, the spring sports calendar, as far as official games, Thursday thursday is your first day for official games the last day of february on the 29th it's the first day you can have uh real athletic events that count which we also have a home track meet around here in uh, at douglas it'll be douglas carson and reno to kick things off you brought up an interesting point to see just who all is going to be able to compete in the that very first meet because of the uh, practice requirement needed right. to to get on the track but you know those. I think the first meets of the season are kind of everybody just feeling things out. You let you know kids who are eligible kind of run or compete in whatever event they may want or events that they may think that they want to compete in, and, and then decide other other ways. But um, be a good first look at uh, some of the area track and field athletes.
1: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious because having to, ha- and this is not track unique this is every single sport you have to have 10 practice days and that's short when the 17th was the opening of of things and um this track meet got moved because of the weather so that's uh, i'll be curious to see i know my daughter can't compete because she hasn't had hasn't been able to be physically at 10 practices yet so uh, i'll be curious between week one week two what the difference in you know how long the track meet takes and uh, and this we're supposed to start getting, I know it's been very windy mm-hmm. already this week, mm-hmm. but track meet in the
0: cold, and when it's just blowing like mad. Welcome to spring in Northern Nevada. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, we will talk a lot more about our baseball and softball teams uh, next week as we get a look at some of those first official contests, but we are going to take a quick look at Douglas Softball here on the pod this week. If you want a state title, get a little bit of a priority coverage here. So Douglas softball returning, you know, a lot of a lot of pieces. They will be missing some looking to to fill a couple holes, you know, as they say. But going to be going to be a really good Douglas softball team again. On paper, I mean, coming off like I said a state title, you got a Division One pitcher in in Talia Tretton who's already signed to the University of Iowa. At shortstop, Haley Wilkinson is back, another uh, first-team All-Region player herself, also signed to Division One softball at Grand Canyon University. Um, Some other familiar faces around the infield and. Zora Simpson, it sounds like she might make a move over to, to third base. Lillian Lee has been a big part of, of that team. She'll be at first, could ha- see some new faces behind the dish and at, at second base. So, you know, we'll get, get to that a little bit more. Um, of course, that this season preview will be out this weekend and up online here later today we're taping this tuesday morning um in the outfield some familiar faces as well maddie gooch who was a first team all region center fielder last year will be back and she's just a junior this year so and then of course they got a few names that can be in the in the corner outfield spots as well don't mean to to leave anybody out but try not to run through the entire roster in the first podcast we talk about them uh, talk to anyone on that coaching staff, they're not going to talk state title. They're going to talk what we got to do this week, what we need to do tomorrow. But, Jeff, you know. God, you gotta we know. To be, you have to be thinking about it. You have it. to be thinking I mean, about it. They were one win away two years ago. Yeah. They won it last year, and now they've got a senior class that could be looking to cap their high school careers with a second state title. Uh, that gets you into territory. I don't want to get too far ahead here, but that gets you into, like, the future— School Hall of Fame discussions, NIAA Hall of Fame discussions, which we're going to get to here in just a second. Uh, but yeah, that starts getting you into some real uh, different air, I guess, of of accomplishments when it comes to, to high school athletics. Yeah.
1: I don't know how you would not think about it. I mean, it's just, yes, yes, you've got to take care of business week in and week out. And you have to clean up every little thing that could potentially be because he's, I mean, the team's coming after him, behind him. They're they're oh, the, they're watching the target is on thing. their yeah. back. So, you know, they've they've had they've been sitting at the top and everybody's trying to knock them
0: off. So uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Speaking of NIAA Hall of Fame inductions, it was a nice little segue uh, there. Speaking of NIAA Hall of Fame inductions, uh, we have a new class of 14 that will be inducted June 13th. Two of those are Carson High graduates in uh, Timmy. Lenny Brown, who was a three-sport athlete at Carson High, graduated in 1986. And then a name uh, people may be a little more familiar with. And Matt Williams, current third-base coach of the San Francisco Giants, will also go into the NIAA Hall of Fame for being a three-sport athlete in his time at Carson High School. He graduated in 1983. We will have... Pretty nice stories on on both of them coming up here at some point, obviously before that June 13th induction. I can't give you an official date just yet, but something to keep an eye out on there. But uh, all 14 of the inductees into this year's NIAA Hall of Fame class are from Northern Nevada. So, maybe some other familiar names that uh, local people might be more accustomed to that. Of course, you can get that that full list of names online, uh, nevadapeel.com backslash news backslash sports. I won't run through all of the names here today, but those two I thought were, were definitely worth noting. Jeff, anything else you got for the people before we get out of here? Did you today? ever see
1: Matt Williams play? Are you old enough?
0: No. That makes me feel old.
1: My first baseball game. I mean, game,
0: yes. I- I would have been old enough to see him play, but do I recall off the top of my head? No, yeah. my I would have been base, young.
1: My first major
0: league baseball game
1: that I ever went to, he played. I was that was, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Because if he graduated in 1983, I was born in 93, so young and yeah. young and young. <laughs> Maybe the the tail the back in there. Actually, but. you were born in 93. I was actually watching
1: my first baseball game was in. I think it was in the f- spring of '91,
0: in college. So, yeah. Huh
1: just a wee when you
0: are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. First saw the, uh, Matt Williams' name on the little uh, road the street sign. sign. Street, street sign, thank street you. Sign that the the was the field, word yeah. I was looking for, right by the, the Carson High baseball field, so that's pretty cool. Uh, be sure, like I said, to continue to stay tuned to our websites. Plenty of stuff coming up. Like I said, there'll be plenty more previews coming this week and early into next week on, you know, Carson baseball, softball, Douglas's baseball team, which I know is got a new coach and filled with seniors as well. And might even have a little more on uh, swimming and track as well. And maybe not necessarily a preview per se, but some more, some more coverage in, in that realm also. So thanks for listening to behind the bench this week, this episode 118. We appreciate everybody who has stuck with us thus far. And thanks you to, of course, Played against sports, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs. You can check them out online or at the Topsy Lane Shopping Center. That is www.playedagentsports.com. That's going to do it for episode 118, and we will catch you guys next week. Take it easy.